0: insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go.
1: Hi everybody. Welcome to activespirituality.life with Pamela Kuchinel and me Susie Mazzoli and Pam is going to talk to us about the week starting Monday, the 23rd of August, 2021, and afterwards, as customary, I will jump in for our 10-minute meditation. Hope all is well, Pam, down in Mexico. How are you doing and what is coming up for us?
0: Okay, well, I'm doing fine. Um, How I'm doing is there's been a rise in uh, the pandemic where I am. So people are being very careful again, which is just kind of where we're at. And But overall, everything is good. So we've just come off the full moon in Aquarius, which happened yesterday. The other thing that happened last week was Uranus went retrograde. So now all the outer planets actually from Jupiter on are retrograde. So this is a, we are in contemplative energy. And what that means is that for some of us, depending on your personal astrology, uh, retrograde periods feel like you're very in your zone. For others, it can feel a sense of being held back or limited or not being able to run as quickly as you might like. The overall change that has occurred now that Uranus has joined the lineup and we've just had the Aquarius full moon is that you may have noticed over the past week or this week that things are kind of being more internalized. So when Uranus changes direction, it's not unusual for some sort of revelation, upset, surprise, um, even a physical manifestation in the Earth, earthquakes, um, things happen, hurricanes. Uh, Where we're at now is we are in the transition of, and there is a deepening to whatever the revelation lightning bolt occurrence may have been. So what that means is that we deepen into the sense of What's been revealed? What is changing? How can I flow or move with the change? Am I experiencing resistance to the change? Because the the overall effect of this year is last year, 2020, we had Saturn square Pluto. This year, it's Saturn square Uranus. So This is about the Saturn square Pluto. One of the pieces that came in with it was the pandemic. With Uranus, a piece is about change must happen. Revolution must happen. The status quo cannot hold. On the other hand, especially when we think back to mythology and the stories of Saturn, Uranus, Cronus, Uranus. That mythology was about father, son, and how one individuates, separates, and then comes to atonement if they aren't accepting the full responsibility that comes with claiming that authority. So in other words, it's not enough to just rebel or say, I'm not doing this or I don't want to do this or um, this isn't, I, I want to go my way. It's not enough with Saturn square Uranus. We also have to come to terms with the responsibility that's part of claiming that individual or new path. And this is the discomfort that we're all experiencing to some degree or another. Some of us, it's going to be very personal, especially anyone who has strong fixed signs, Taurus, uh, Aquarius, Scorpio, um, Leo. Uh, strong fixed signs in the middle degrees. So, and that's the other reason this turn of Uranus is so impactful, because it's 14 degrees in change, which is on the world axis. Fixed signs. When you're at that 14, 15 degree mark, you are you are basically making a strike that is felt that reverberates, that's strong. It's it's not dissimilar to zero degrees cardinal, which I've talked about in the past for those who listen regularly, or 29 degrees immutable. But here we have this action occurring with Saturn and Uranus, which is very much around that middle of the sign energy. And therefore, it's it's creating seismic changes. And yes, we will probably witness, experience, feel it in ways that have to do with the actual geology of our planet. And we see this. We see this happening with what's going on in Haiti and, and the, the West Coast with the fires and just different parts of the world which are experiencing these huge shifts. So, all right, let's talk about August the 23rd. So August the 23rd, here's the thing, since I did this sort of heavy intro, this week actually looks to me like a fairly graceful week which is kind of astounding because again if you listen to me regularly you know that i talk a lot about how these things can feel so incredibly intense one thing to be aware of is that we are basically at the beginning of the week we are in this this period that is the 90 degree 90 day mark after the late may eclipse so when we're at that 90 day mark get ready for new insights that force change so that coupled with the uranus um, retrograde signifies that we can really take this week of the 23rd to book in a way that we have planned to go forward. You wanna just kind of move, move, move. It's uh, the waning moon cycle. So it's perfect for uh, really integrating whatever you've learned, uh, completing projects, finishing up. And so this first day on Monday, We have a lovely picture between Venus and Saturn, which really encourages right partnership. Are the people you're working with in a contractual way really people who are going to move forward and accomplish what you've set out to do? If they aren't, this is the time when they just drop away. It's it's, don't be too disappointed if somebody is not, kind of showing up or or doing what they said they did just find a new person because you can't get bogged down with someone who energetically is just not there the moon is in the sign of pisces and so what happens throughout the day is it engages kind of meets Things that have to do with action, communication, what is the spiritual source. So if you're feeling a bit adrift on Monday and you feel like you're trying to push a wave, then just stop. Go with the wave. Float a bit. Tell yourself Monday is not the day when the shoulder goes to the grindstone, but it's the day to observe, listen, um, move past things that aren't working because what you want, what you want to invite in is right partnership. The lovely thing about water energy is that it moves. I, I mean, even a glass of water that glass of water may appear to be very still, nothing's happening, but it is full of minerals and nutrients, and it's, it is a vessel. The water itself is a vessel that is available to have something enter it or to Bring itself into something else. So it's very amorphous. It can, it can hydrate. It can help something create movement that's been stuck for a long time. And that's what Monday feels like. It's like if anything's been stuck or it's just not quite going where you need it to go, then just, just wait. Just watch, watch for how the wind moves on the surface of the water. Watch to see if you see a fish or a turtle surface. And yes, I'm talking in metaphor, but that's that's the kind of energy that's available on the 23rd. If we're not pushing something that doesn't want to move, then we wait. We do tasks that are about taking care of what we can and not getting overwhelmed by things that we can't, being in places that have to do with, I trust, I hope, I know that this is going to change because it will. This is a very changeable week. So on the 23rd, Moon is still in the sign of Pisces in the early part of the day. It goes void of course at 5.12 a.m., which sets up a morning that's very much about um, meditation, stare out the window, uh, make art, lose yourself in a project already in motion, swim, dance do things that are about inviting in and releasing so it's a combination because you're you're moving you're moving past but you're also letting allowing allowing is a good word for the moon void of course so the moon enters the sign of aries at 2:57 p.m. very different energy in front of us this is fire energy this is more manifesting energy. This is more take action energy, uh, and so what happens is that we can suddenly propel ourselves into a project or, or an invitation, or we we seize, we we respond, <clears throat> and it's a a tremendous day for that kind of thing being available to us to respond to take action to be inspired. The thing to keep in mind on this day is there's a picture in the sky between Mercury and Neptune. So if you receive a message or someone tells you something or you're you're relaying a message, make sure you're saying or hearing exactly what was intended, because there can be this kind of fuzzy signal, or I can't quite hear you, or what did you say, energy that's out and about. And part of what that is, is that there's probably something else that needs to be said, that just isn't quite conscious yet, or is being held back. So it may be one or the other or somewhere in between. And you don't want to force something that's not quite here yet. But if you feel as though there's something else, it's a good time to prompt questions. And that may also be within yourself. What have I not said? Um, what's nagging at me? What? What is feels a bit unfinished or not yet born. And it's always great to just sleep on it because with our logic head, we're trying to solve problems and a lot of problems get solved through just allowing our physical bodies the seven, eight hours. Yes, we still require. These are, this is necessary For our brain's cellular um, body, heart to restore, regenerate, and and be invigorated. So good night's sleep is advisable. Might have to expend energy because it's fire cardinal. Might have to expend energy, especially on Tuesday, in order to allow yourself that kind of sleep. On Wednesday, the 25th, moon is still in the sign of Aries. And it can feel a bit confrontational in the morning. If you find yourself in an argument you didn't want to be in, and this includes within your head, Um, ask yourself, uh, is this really important to do right now? And do I really understand everything I'm reacting to? Because if you don't, it's a perfect time to take five. And that may be more than five minutes. It may be five hours. But um, that would be useful for you to get to a point of more um, self-awareness and understanding so that you can navigate the conversation in the best way possible. Overall, this is a tremendously uh, auspicious day, especially once we get uh, to noon. The times I give are all Eastern time. So as of the afternoon, evening, um, things are just firing, happening. If you find yourself in the evening, especially towards late evening, feeling a bit frustrated or unable to articulate something emotional, once again, a good night's sleep is always advisable. (laughs) So the next day. On Thursday, the 26th, the moon is also in the sign of Aries. It goes void, of course, at 5.14 p.m. This is a very action-packed day. The thing you want want to be aware of is that although a lot of things can be very clearly articu- articulated, razor-sharp research discovered, um, not everybody is going to welcome the truth or that kind of uh, certainty or delivery and so power struggles can occur as we get towards the afternoon choose your arguments it's not always worth it um, because once we get past around two fifteen in the afternoon this is really an excellent time to make overtures uh, it, even though it's the waning moon cycle, it's it's still perfect to follow up or take action on something that really requires a, a bit of uh, assertiveness, uh, declaring oneself, and even, even courage. The moon goes void, of course, at 5.14 p.m., After which time, it's really nice to just kind of take it easy, if that's at all possible, or finish up things that can just quickly get done. A lot can be accomplished uh, before the moon enters Taurus, which it does at 1227 a.m. on Friday the 27th. So um, I would say that thursday evening can be great for just basically letting the battery run out you know it's like um, letting the battery it run out so that it can be totally restored and recharged are you hearing me say a good night's sleep is a really great thing for this particular week in general it, it always is but this particular week absolutely because so much happens when we are unconscious with all the planets retrograde that we can really uh, shape and take action with greater clarity when we're awake if we're trying to analyze understand it with our totally conscious not mind we're not using all our resources and uh, it's it's a great well and resource that we have in the unconscious and the way we tap it Is is through dreams, and even if you don't remember your dreams, your body, mind, heart, um, overall psyche. Susie can address this better than I because she knows all about the energetic body. But sleep is what gives you that that boost that you get from no other source. So August the 27th, the moon is in the sign of Taurus, which leads us into a really lovely weekend for, I would say, slow down. Uh, Talk to people you love to spend time with, neighbors, friends, children, siblings, if Some of those are people you don't love to spend time with. Then this may also be a period where some healing can happen, where whatever was kind of revealed or understood can be more slowly discussed and turned over. Again, not saying you have to do this, but just saying that the energy is available that can make this happen. On Friday the 27th, some of us may feel inordinate responsibility, a sense that, you know, no one's helping, I don't have the support I need, I don't have the love or money I need. If you're feeling part of that, the chances are good that you natally have a uh, hard aspect between moon and Saturn, which is in the sky on, on Friday. So we revisit that kind of emotional landscape and we get an opportunity to decide, is this real or is this just habit? Because the position of the moon in the horoscope lets us know many wonderful things, but one of the things it tells us is about habitual memory. So oftentimes we're in this kind of wheelbarrow groove which isn't really where we have to be, but it's comfortable. That's where we have been. So if you're feeling uncomfortable, if you're feeling comfortable discomfort on Friday the 27th, um, the odds are you're being shown an opportunity to look at that, spin it differently than you historically have. And this is actually a very auspicious time For you to learn from that and really kind of nurture and take care of yourself. I love when the moon is in Taurus because it really reminds us to get into our body, to eat uh, foods that are nourishing, comfortable, but also taste really good. Put us in surroundings that are beautiful and we feel very secure and safe with. And that is that is Saturday. Do that Saturday. Do that Sunday. The moon goes void, of course, at 10.59 a.m. on Sunday. Doesn't enter Gemini until 12.42 p.m. So a restorative morning is in order on Sunday the 29th, after which once the moon goes into Gemini, all engines are firing. You want to talk to people, be with people, make noise, uh, hear noise back and play and now I turn it over to Susie
1: so I heard the word auspicious a lot as well as sleep <laughs> yeah auspicious sleep I'm going to put them together mm. um yes yes so here we are uh Pam is there any like I just heard a lot of energy in this week um Is there any one particular thing that you would like me to concentrate on for the meditation? What I'm
0: hearing is allow. So it's not so much about um, making things happen as allowing them to.
1: Okay, I like that. Back in our effortless camp again. Love it, love it. Okay, let's invite everyone to sit for 10 minutes in our so-called meditation. I invite you to sit, eyes closed, body still, straight back and just allow the energy to be soaking up. And as we're sitting here now, We can also practice this energy of effortless where we're actually not pushing, not trying, just being. As effortless as it is really to take a breath, we don't think about it. It's just constantly happening all the time. So without even thinking about the breathing now, without even thinking about your breath going in and out, just allow yourself to be in stillness, knowing that the world is happening and that you are actually happening now even though you are simply just being here right now, just for a few moments in quiet. And allow that energy of effortless ease, peace, to just seep deeply into all the crevices of your mind. We don't even have to understand it, just allowing it to be there. It comes from this special place where we are not trying. When we're not pushing for our agenda or running around trying to save the world or ticking off 10,000 things on our to-do list, when our motivation is not pushing us so fast and so hard to reach our goal. just for a few minutes, just for a few minutes today, maybe we do this every day, just for a few moments, experiencing the energy of no goal, disengaged. Not only is there no goal, there's actually nothing to do, And this, of course, again, we're in a meditation. We're just taking a few moments to let our brain experience that. Just for a few moments, I'm experiencing the exquisite feeling of having absolutely nothing to do, nothing that I need to do, nothing that will be done, nothing that needs to be done. Nothing's happening. And as we experience that in a very quiet and blissful place, the brain starts to come into a different frequency, the body starts to calm down and relax, the tension in our muscles dissipates, the stress relaxes. And we come back to a a base camp that is one of complete peace and, again, where we are not doing, do not need to do. We're in a place of stillness. Even the mind is still, no need to think. No need to worry, no need to concern, no need to check in, no need to check out, just being. And in this very, very beautiful place, let's just call it our home base for now, We're again, retraining the mind, retraining the physical body, Retraining the hormones, the chemicals, all the bits and pieces of our body to be in this state, not in a panic state, not in a stress state, not in a fight or flight state, not in a depressed state, not in an emotional state, but in the state of quietness and peace this state which really, really is our home base. Perhaps we've met with it a few times in our life. Perhaps we come here on a regular basis. Perhaps we've never, ever found it in our whole life. So if we haven't, this is our chance now to introduce the body to a frequency. We are... Always constantly in a state where we can readdress the frequency. And the frequency really comes from our mind, comes from our state of mind. So we're always able to come in and uh, redirect, pivot from a particular point. So again, emphasising that peaceful state of home base from where we can respond to life, respond to our world, respond even to ourself in an effortless, peaceful way where we're not swimming up the stream, where we are in allowance, allowance of our world. And just notice how you feel when you're just allowing. You are still present. You are still you in every way. But you're in allowance now. And you can almost visualize yourself like a beautiful big fish in the water, in the ocean, and just allowing the current to be there. Just feel yourself in that beautiful watery environment, feeling yourself being supported. Breathing, doing what you normally do, but you're just being present. Feeling this exquisite state, allowing our body to really soak up the vibration of this state, allowing ourselves to be here maybe for eons or just for a few moments. It's a timeless, spaceless state. And as we start to come out of our meditation, we take this frequency and we feel this frequency and we allow it to be there always in our background it's our screensaver it's what always appears it's there for us it's something that we can go to something that we can actually uh, get energy from and something that is a reminder of our natural state and as we gently open our eyes And just give a little wiggle to our toes and fingers, and perhaps stretching out our arms and legs a little bit, effortlessly moving our body, effortlessly moving our mind, effortlessly being in love and being love. Thanks, everybody, for being with us today. Lots of love to everyone. And we'll see you next week. Love now. You have been listening
0: to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.